Hello everyone, it is Jiggy. Hi guys, it's Troy. And welcome back to another episode of the Pipe Bombshell Podcast. And today, of course, this is this very special main review and the Pipe Bombshell Royal Rumble has yet to be over. We don't <gasps> know when it's going to be over, to be honest, but we have more entrants, so yay. We have more entrants. So, without further ado, Troy, you guys have seen who it is on the title over there, but for formality reasons, Troy, who do we have over here today? Well, she's a very special guest because she actually contacted me a few months ago asking if she could be a part of the show in some way. So I was like, sure. Um, if there's uh, some sort of special review episode we have in the future, I'll be sure to keep in contact with you. And yeah, we're finally making it happen. So for the first time on the Pipe Bombshell podcast, please help me welcome a good friend of ours. You guys know her on Twitter at Oscar's Mox or at Oscar Section. It's Samantha. Hey, Sam, how are you? Hello. Good. How are you? We're doing great. We're uh-huh. doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a long week of wrestling. So. That's true. true. Oh my god, especially like last week. And yeah, so today, so for those who are a bit confused, we're going to be talking about Takeover, Stand and Deliver, and Minion Nights 1 and 2. And there's actually so much to dissect already on those. So we're going to keep it, we're going to keep it there for now. But who knows, maybe in the future, we're going to expand on whatever. Uh-huh. And weekly reviews will be back, hopefully. 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 Let's see what will happen. But without further ado, Sam, since you are a guest here, are you ready for the review? I am excited, yes. Yes, yeah, this is yes. is this your because you know Sam has been telling me like she it's been like part of her bucket list to be part like to appear on a podcast. It's, so so how's that feel for you? How does it feel the recording process it's very, so far? It's it's very exciting. Um, I've always wanted to be on one because I like I really enjoy talking about women's wrestling, most mostly women's wrestling. So finally get to do it like in this format is really cool. So I'm excited. This serve, this serve. We're excited for you. And I can just tell this isn't gonna be the last time we're gonna be talking to each other. So let's just see what happens. Yes. Anytime. So Anytime. yeah, okay. So without further ado, Troy, let's start with NXT stand and deliver. All right. All right. So starting us off with NXT stand and deliver, we actually have to go over to the pre-show because unfortunately this match was not on the main show. Really? But yeah, we got this match on the pre-show for the NXT Women's Tag Team Titles featuring Toxic Attraction, Attraction, the champions, taking on the newly reunited Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. So Sam, you're the guest here, so I'm going to give it to you. What did you think of the match? You know, first of all, I don't watch very much weekly product anymore um, because without like Asuka, I'm just like, oh, I don't care. I did watch Stand and Deliver, and I don't know how Raquel and Dakota got back together. Um, you know, it, it was it was cute for sure. I was happy about it. It was a good match. Um, I was happy Raquel and Dakota won. Um, and don't talk about what happened three days later. <laughs> true, but true. Good spots. It was fun. Um, there was there were certain matches that I feel like could have been on the pre-show instead. Okay. But you know. It is what match. it is. Yeah, yeah it was pretty a good, good match. match. What about you, Jinky? Yeah, well, for the warmers, of course, we have to talk about the gears. Raquel oh, yeah, the gears. Had to be the standout True. on this one with that, with the gear, with the Selena-inspired gear, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I just love the fact that Raquel, like, mixes up every so often because she generally has, like, we, we, I mean, like, we all know her look that she usually has. And, like, now she just decided to, like, it was giving diva I don't care. It was giving Diva Air that gear, so I really enjoyed it. 
So it was a 10 out of 10 for me. The match itself it was really great. I love the fact, um, I think the thing that really like made me happy about this talk, this toxic, this takeover this <laughs> was how was how we were able to see who was really over with the fans. And like toxic oh, yeah. attraction <laughs> is pretty over with the fans. And later on, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it as well. But Cora Jade is also really over with the fans. And yes. And like here's the thing. I think it's been really established since before already. The NXT crowd is way, 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 way different than the so regular much. WWE crowd. So if you appeal to the NXT crowd, it's a good thing, but that doesn't guarantee you success or a pop in a takeover. So the fact that those girls got it, I'm really happy. Um, the fact that it's on the pre-show, uh, you know, I wish it would have been the, on the main show, but yeah. I was just trying to understand because this was the last thing booked, I'm pretty sure, on, on, yeah, that, sure. on that pay-per-view. And I can just only imagine like how stressful it would be for WWE to add one more match because it was literally mania like hours later this show yeah so it was like the same day i was just trying to understand but yeah the match was really good there were some really good spots out there gg and jc continuing to impress me week after week raquel and dakota winning i really liked it i thought that they're gonna hold on to the title really that's long. what we thought oh my god also <laughs> also also wendy chu going out there I don't, oh yeah <laughs> when she a, yes. a soda i was like that's a glee reference i don't care <laughs> I, really the, I just love the show i love i just love the glee show so it was really great it was really fun um i guess it was nice to see dakota have her moment again even though we all know what happened over there yeah. so yeah, I really feel like though they had um something up and they had something planned for her for the tag team, but I talked about this with her actually yesterday. I feel like Raquel's call-up was a last minute decision. And that's yeah. why they made they made them lose the titles like days after. But you know what? Toxic attraction is champions again. So let's just see where that takes us. So yeah. Agree, agree. Um, honestly, you guys said everything I have to say about the match. It was pretty fun for what it was. Um, it was on a pre-show, unfortunately. So hopefully the next time the tag titles in NXT get defended, it's on the main show. But yeah, uh, I feel like this was their way of giving Dakota and Raquel some sort of, I don't know, last hurrah before leaving NXT. So I wish it would have been on better terms, like instead of like a three-day title reign. But I'll take, I'll take, I'll take it. You know. It, it's Dakota and Raquel's second time holding the tag title, so it's a win. It's a win. Considering their first reign was like an hour long, so I <laughs> this was this really was, oh this was like no complaints for me. Okay, like totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's all for that match. So Jiggy, what's the next thing we got to talk about? Now on towards the main show of Sand and Deliver, we got the Fatal Glory match for the NXT Women's Champions with the challengers Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray up against the defending champion Mandy Rose. So before we get into every, everything else, what do y'all think about the new championship belt design? It's gorgeous, honestly. It fits the, the overall new theme of 2.0. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that they did that, to be honest. True choice. Yes. Same here. Um, because I feel like ever since like the rebranding of 2.0, I feel like they really have to change most of the show up, and that includes the championships. So I'm happy that they rebranded the women's title. I'm not sure if they rebranded the men's. I don't think they, they did. They did. Did mm-hmm. they make it? What, what did they, they do did. to it? They, like, they just they just put that rainbow coloring in the back plates of it. They didn't oh. Of it. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, you know, at least like they're changing the 
the feel of it. But yeah, I really like the whole like rainbow hue on like the main gold part. Um and like mm-hmm. the white belt too. Um but yeah. I'm gonna miss the the black and gold belt though, just because you know it's super iconic. Um True. you know, Asuka's era with that. I know Sam knows a lot about that. <laughs> I know yes. Sam knows a lot about that. That Asuka's was a very era. iconic title design. Good times. Good times, good times. But yeah. Oh I like God. the belt. I like the belt. Yeah, I feel like my only complaint about the belt is that like they should have went full out 2.0. Like the logo, it's not, it's not. What up was the part. logo? It's the, the, it was the same logo, oh, like okay. the last belt. So if they went with like the diff, with the newer 2.0 logo, I feel like I would have liked it okay. more. But I do like where it's going now. Okay, so Troy, what do you think about the match? Okay, this match was actually because you know how people were like, oh, maybe we. Mandy and Cora one-on-one wasn't going to be like a spectacular match so they wanted to add Io and Kaylee Ray. Um well we're never going to know if that's actually true because we haven't really seen Mandy and Cora one-on-one but after seeing this fatal four way I feel like adding Io and Kaylee Ray was actually the right decision because if you think about it they're the two veterans well Mandy's essentially a veteran but you know Io and Kaylee Ray have like decades even of uh, experience in wrestling so Uh, I feel like adding them was a good decision because if you think about it, they were actually the ones taking a lot of the moves. Like, um, Kayleigh was the one who gave, uh, or rather received the Canadian Destroyer. Um, Io took the Moonsault. Um, she also took the pin, which really surprised me. Io took the pin. Um, so yeah, you definitely need veterans in there. And it's not because they don't trust Cora Jade and Mandy to put on a good match. It's just that maybe they need someone to, someone really good and experienced to bounce back off. You know, it's some, it's like one of the reasons why Natty is always in everything because <laughs> they need a veteran in in a match to like yeah. put people over. So that's why. Um, but yeah, this was actually really, really crazy. Like from the gears to the entrances, the entrances definitely gave it a big fight feel. And with Cora Jade with the whole, um, that it was, was like so a group. Yeah. yeah, like the skaters, all of that. Mandy Rose coming off of the pedestal. She was copying Alexa Bliss, if y'all remember that era. <laughs> yes, I remember that. That's what yeah, I thought. Of. Yeah, but it was also good. It was also good. Um, as for you and Kaylee Ray, I think they look like sort of the same, but look like with different gears. But like you know, they look great anyways. But yeah, so this was actually a very spotty match, but it was spotty in a good way because so much. So much spots included like almost all four women, like the the moonsault, the swanton bomb from Kaylee Ray, like the high flying spots. That was amazing. So yeah, in terms of the result, I'm actually very contented because I'm pretty sure Eo needs to be called out. I feel like we agree with that. Um, Kaylee Ray, I think she still has some time in NXT, um, and Mandy. I feel like Mandy needed this win more. I think as much as I would love, I would have loved to see Cora win the title. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like it might, she might need some more time in NXT in some way. But yeah, I'm happy with Mandy winning. For sure. Yeah, honestly, like more of the same. I feel like the reason why Kaylee Ray and Ilshay were added was because um, when you think of Cora, when you think of Mandy, they're not exactly the spottiest people. Yeah. They don't have... I mean, like, Cora can definitely go in the spots. And probably Mandy, too. She just, she just haven't gotten the opportunity yeah. to showcase that side of her. She just didn't exactly but like those two together didn't exactly like create like oh my god they're gonna do like 
Huntington Destroyer. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. Moon songs and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. the fact that Katie Ray and Io Shirai was there, besides to give them the spotlight that they rightfully deserve, um, you know, it gave more experience and more prestige to the match mm-hmm. even. Even though, like, usually multi-person matches are seemed lower, I don't know, compared to, like, one-on-one matches so, like, one-on-one. with some people. But this match really serves. I really like it. Cor- the Gor- Cora Jade coming out with, like, a big, bright smile and, like, seeing, like, the, your crowd popper, I that made me really happy because I, I just really like Cora Jade, one of my favorites, like, for now, for sure. And, you know, Mandy retaining. I'm not going to lie. It was a bit surprising. I really thought this was Cora's night. I was too. Because Cora is really so over the crowd, but you know what, Mandy Rose, she's been like, this is her first championship reign, and she's been here for like what five years, six years. Yeah. So let's get, you know what, she deserves this a hundred percent, and she's proving a lot of people wrong with this title reign. And you know, super, you know, I'm gonna die on this hill. Toxic, toxic attraction since NXT 2.0 has been the most entertaining thing out there, men's or women's. So I love them okay. so much. So yes, how about you, Sam? What do you have to say? Um, first, it's crazy for me because Cora Jade. I actually knew her like when she was in her Stan Twitter days. Like we had really, yeah. So like we actually used to fight over Dean Ambrose <laughs> back in the day. So seeing her now, like watching it, I when I saw Io and Kaylee were at it, I was like, I don't really like this. Like I thought this was supposed to be like you know far as big time but yeah. i had a friend who made a really good point in saying that we'll know Cora's gonna win the title when it's just them yeah like if it's not like and everybody looks you mandy coming off the title school i think was a really good nod to her character um Cora coming out the way she did like everybody just looks really good um i think that it's very telling that in these multi-person women's title matches that Cora's been in so far that she has not taken the pin. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're just building up to her getting it eventually. Like, I think SummerSlam weekend, it'll be her time. And overall, everybody, I think you guys said it perfectly. Everybody looked really good. There was some good spots. Like, and I think Cora's time is coming. That's 100%. And I just want to ask specifically Sam over this. So there have been rumors of Eos being called up to reunite. Well, people say Kabuki, people say a new Kabuki Warriors, but you know, Triple Tails, the one that Mio actually, Eos' sister. I'm not exactly sure if Eo and Oscar have it, but I know they had like a little faction over there. So what do you think of that potential comeback? Because that not will only be the return of, I mean, the like call up of Eo, that would also be the return of Oscar. What do you think about that? Um, I've thought about that a lot recently because, you know, all these people are returning and getting called up before Oscar comes back, which isn't a knock to anybody that that's happened for so far. It's just, you know, um, I am glad that Oscar's not coming up now, coming back now, because I don't feel like I want her to lose her first time back. And Bianca and Charlotte are not going to lose right now. Um, especially Bianca shouldn't. So I feel like if they do that, I mean, the tag team division could very greatly benefit from them. Any division could benefit from either of them. So, I mean, if that's what brings Asuka back into that spot that she should be in, and Io as well, I think it'd be a good idea. I mean, obviously not forever, but it'd be a yeah. really good, you know, experience for the time being, I think. I agree. I'd like it. I feel like, yeah, more or less the same, because, like, I feel like the thing that the 
the tag title scene on the main roster has really been lacking or like big names onto it. Like Carmella and Delina were great, but they weren't exactly like treated as WWE's best stars. <laughs> like that's yeah. why I'm pretty excited right now with Naomi and Sasha, which we will talk about later on. With them as champions, I have more faith in WWE because I don't know about Naomi, but they know the value of Sasha. I don't know if they know Naomi's value because we, we've seen Naomi's history. It's a bit unfortunate. <laughs> but, Speaking of- Speaking of that before, I'm sure you guys are going to know, Asuka back in 2019 when they did that Elimination Chamber had a matching glow robe made to team with Naomi. Like, they were making it. She, it was it was in the process. It was Jewel Sos, like one of the older seamstresses that they had. And if they would have put them in there, they would have been the first tag team champions, which makes me wonder oh, wow. how different the trajectory of the titles would have gone had they been the ones take them first i did not know that <laughs> interesting that's nice okay so yeah i mean like we actually have to ask each other so what do you think about the potential reunion of eo and asuka together honestly they're going to be so overpowered <laughs> i feel like they could like win everything so um but yeah i agree with sam it would be cool because like you know they're two amazing wrestlers in their own right individual wrestlers so like putting them together they would be like so overpowered but then yeah it can't like be their thing forever, you know. If they can tag for now, like the Kabuki Warriors. Which speaking of, I really love the shirt. <laughs> I love the shirt. Thank you. <laughs> it was like the first thing I noticed when like he That's showed. That's why it. I was reminded of it. <laughs> oh, is that why? <laughs> I was like, it's a really nice shirt. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, asking EO. Yeah, it can't happen forever. But if that's what they're gonna try and do for now, then that's great. And if it's how they're gonna keep Oscar away from Ronda Rousey, go ahead, yeah. keep her away, keep her protected, please please but yeah but after that whole oscar eo thing is done i'm gonna need to see oscar and bianca i've been i've been pushing yes. that just so much so yeah th- that's all that's all i'm asking for absolutely that's um i met bianca in that those covid meet and greets online last yeah, year yeah i saw that and i dropped it in there i was like hey like <laughs> you do you want to wrestle oscar baby and she's like yes please and i'm like I'm torn because I don't Oscar going to SmackDown I think would be great because there's history with Charlotte. Like there's an unlimited amount of things they can do with them. Um I don't want her near Ronda though, so Me too. <laughs> I could only imagine what they would do. Keep her away. Oh yeah. Yep. Yes, oh my god, that was like a weird letter. Anyways, but without further ado, let's just go on to Mania. So, Troy, what was our first match in Mania? All right, we have so a lot of things. We have a lot of things to talk about in Mania, but yeah, let's kick off WrestleMania night one. So, this was WrestleMania Saturday, and we had two women's matches on the cards featuring the main women's championship matches. So, first up for the Raw Women's Championship, we got um, Bianca Belair, the EST, taking on the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. What a match. <laughs> what yes. a match this was. Um, Sam, what do you think? It was so, like, it was one of those things where I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, it was so good. And, like, I have not been the hardcore Becky Lynch fan for a long time, because um, I used to be, but she really, like, showed out, too. Like, they they worked so well together. Their gears were just like on point like they they looked like this powerful like superhero versus supervillain type dynamic yeah um you really thought for a second there that becky was gonna win then you thought bianca was gonna win it was like 
they were so, it was so equally matched and then when Bianca finally got that win it was it was great I think it, I don't think it could have gone better true I feel like it was perfect um who else was scared during the start of the match when the manhandle slam happened yeah <laughs> I was like oh, shit. oh my god like, <laughs> I was like shit call. The call we were in, Sam, we all had a collective gasp. <laughs> I yelled. I, I was so scared. Just, the anxiety in that moment, I was like, God, no, not again. And then like, she kicked out, and I was like, okay. And she kicked out at like 2.999 seconds. Bianca kicked out at the very last second. That was really good storytelling from like both of them. Um, But yeah, mm-hmm. that, was, that was really crazy. Uh, let's talk about the entrances. Bianca had a whole ass marching band. Um, yes. And I, I, from what I know, it was an all black marching band. So I really love how they showcase like, you know, black excellence. And then Bianca's like the leader of the marching band. Because, you know, she had that like, jacket on which was like i don't know what it's called but like i think it's what the leaders of the marching band wear so i love that little um detail in there um becky of course also coming out in that huge um it was like an suv sort of thing it's not a lamborghini but it will (laughs) but it also looked great just kidding but yeah she looked great the gear was also amazing like the black with the was it tool fabric i'm not sure if it was tool fabric but like that whole think so yeah, I think it might have been tool fabric, but yeah, it also looked amazing. And her hair, honestly, at first, I wasn't, like, too sure of if, like, the mullet was going to fit her. But seeing her pull it off on Mania, I kind of support. I kind of support. So, yeah. I think we're going to see Becky in a Marvel movie soon. Because I feel like the fact that they, she, like, I don't think they would just let anybody have the rights to that kind of Marvel exactly. reference. And, like, stuff. So, as soon as I saw it, I was... Uh, watching Mania with a friend who's a big fan of Becky and I was like, well, it looks like we're finally fixing to see Becky in a Marvel movie because there ain't no way that she's not doing that after that. Like, it was... And it's gonna be insane to see her in that little role and I'm very happy for her when it does happen. True, true. And I know Jiggy was really shocked with the whole Marvel intro. Like, she moved. <laughs> she moved so much. Um, And, like, that... <laughs> like, that animation takes a lot of effort. So I don't know if WWE was the one who made that, if they did. They need to give someone a raise. Yes. Oh my God. I swear to God, Becky Lynch needs to have a mark. Either Becky or Sasha has to be in Marvel at this point. Like, um, I forgot the name of it, but there is like a group, there's like an all female group, and they all happen to be wrestlers. Okay. So come on, give us the demons. Give us the demons. Give us Sasha. So yeah, let's just see with that. But and I, I'm just going to talk about that. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Since I'm talking already. So. The match, which is a 10 out of 10 for me, I think one of the things that I really loved about this match, it really took me back because Bianca Belair, she must have been watching a lot of John Cena matches lately. There were a lot of John Cena archetypes there that I really saw. Well, obviously Cena didn't like originate any of these, but it was really popularized because he was unstoppable at his prime. Like he was booked like a beast. Uh, so the thing like, you know, the kicking out of the very last second when Bianca was like down at the nine count and all of a sudden she got, she got back up. I was like, oh, it's John Cena. <laughs> it was really great though. Um, I, I was, I've been debating this to myself. Is this better though than, ba- than Sasha versus Bianca? That I did not I, I think that I'm going to have to say... And- you know, I'm not the biggest Becky fan, so this isn't like some place of bias or anything. I have to say no, but it comes close because close. Yeah, yeah, same. 
not only was it a one-on-one match between two women, it's two black women, two women of color. So like yeah. that's something that if you told us six years ago the main event of WrestleMania 37 is going to be two black women in a one-on-one match for the title, you'd be like, no way. Like, yeah. but it happened, and it's so important. And nothing, I think, it's going to take a long time, or even nothing at all, will ever talk how meaningful and impactful that was. And those two, that match was just that'll that match will be talked about for years to come. Oh, for sure, for sure. But this match was really great in itself. I feel like this is. I feel like this entire run of Becky is one of her. This is her best title run. What yeah, I like about? this better than like right. the like all of her title runs. I would say, and like this is where like all of the Becky can't. Becky is losing moves. Allegations have been debunked. She was defilming <laughs> all Sardis moves with the Molly go round. It was botched, but you know she did it. The yeah. the moon salt, and she just was she was pulling up new moves week after week in this one, and I loved it so much. Bianca winning, it was just the perfect. It wouldn't make any sense if she lost this one. So it yeah. was just the perfect book ending to their story for now. When are they gonna fight again? I honestly don't know. I think I don't know. Be- I feel like Becky has like a project. Like, because I think that if they would have done the rematch it would have happened the same time that Charlotte and Ronda is yeah so that's why I really think that like this could be the perfect time for like a Bailey to come back or even Oscar return like something because I don't think it's going to be Becky for a long time because I think she's going to bow out to do a movie which is going to be really cool and we do get that announcement officially Agree. I think she's gonna take time off. So, yeah, which is fine. Like she's a mother. Like you know, she also has other responsibilities out of being a wrestler. So totally understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So like Sam, what do you like? Oh, what are your overall thoughts with the with the match? You already said some, but what do you think? I think that it was fantastic. I think that it felt like a main event. Like, if you would have told sure. me that that was the main event, I would be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it it definitely had so much excitement to it. It had the, oh, my God, who's going to win? Um, pray for the Becky fans if Becky does win. <laughs> like, kind of thoughts. Um, but Bianca winning, is it's going to be really great. And I know that she's going to have um, some star-making matches to come, because as she already does. And I do think there's a lot of John Cena in her like in the presence the merch selling the popularity with fans like younger fans like she's she's well on her way to being the face of the company if she's not already there i agree yeah honestly i'm really scared because we were i was talking about this with like some of our friends sam and like we were saying that we feel like we are on the latter side of things when it comes to the peers of the four horsewomen and bianca belair and i'm really scared when bianca is not gonna lie because she's been pushed to the moon so like I'm just hoping she stays a little bit longer. So, yeah. Me too. I think we got like at least five, ten more years out of her, if not more. Yeah. True. Her, hopefully. So. Hopefully. Yeah. So, yeah, that is actually really it for the first match that we got. Let's go to the second match. Troy's favorite match of the weekend. Excuse me. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And there was a lot of talks about this match, generally speaking. Some people hated it, some people loved it, some people are like, eh, they're like, eh with it. But Sam, what do you think overall? Since like this, this match was all the talk, it was talked about, but not exactly for the right reasons. <laughs> so what do so, you think? 
before like the thoughts in the match something that about charlotte that really angers me that people say is that she's selfish like this whole thing that like charlotte take take takes people i'm like charlotte didn't want to beat oscar before mania 35 she even said it she wants to lose the title to naomi she's been asking to she didn't want to beat sasha at hell in a cell she wanted to lose to Rhea mania 36 like so for people to continuously say she controls her booking she's over push she's a tyrant i'm like you're looking at the wrong person when you yeah. say that because she's never had you know so to beat ronda rousey at wrestlemania i like i was like this is she's gonna lose again like we're just gonna be right back to square one again but then when she won i was like oh my <laughs> you god like, both. <laughs> she, like she she did it and honestly a lot of people won't say this um but i have no problem saying it i thought the match was great like i think that charlotte carried it though you know but like she did mania 35 but you know that's yeah <laughs> that's you know that's a different story but it was it was great like charlotte's gear looked amazing um the moves were great like her winning was great so i hope that they continue that at wrestlemania backlash and that she wins again because um i think that her reign this could be the reign for her that has some meaning and hopefully you know oscar goes in there and is the one that beats her for it i don't know <laughs> but oh my god true though like her revenge era what she I, was think, I was thinking somebody could return it backlash and cost Rhonda, and it could either be Oscar or Bailey, and that's how that ends. So, but all in all, I'll, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. It was great. Well, for, really yeah, for me, I feel, like it, I feel like a large reason why it was just okay for me was because it came after Bianca and... Becky. That's true. And be- just not just Bianca and Becky, it came after the Hall of Fame and it came after Cody and Seth. So like <laughs> I feel like that played a really large factor because like it was great match, great match. Queen Charmel and then <laughs> you know that match didn't happen that match then happened. Um but honestly mm-hmm. it was it was pretty fine for me. It was very technical um in terms of like Ronda's submissions, you know how she does her- those flips and then she suddenly has the ankle lock blocked in. Um, I do like that they really played on Charlotte's, like, selling. Because you know how people have been saying, like, Charlotte doesn't sell for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she sold here. Um, she did. There were lots of times where I thought that she was going to tap, like, in the ankle lock. Girl, I was yelling because I have never rooted for Charlotte more in my life than this very match right here. So I was actually very scared <laughs> that Ronda might win and, like, Charlotte might tap out. Granted that Charlotte did tap out. The referee was just down. So I'm definitely pretty sure that they're going to play with that um, whole angle um, for the build-up up to WrestleMania Backlash. Um, but yeah, I feel like the ending was a bit surprising. No one really thought that was going to be the ending because she won with the Shades okay. of K. So, so I don't think anyone saw Ronda losing to a big boot. But if it gets Charlotte the win at Mania, I'll take and it. I'll take it. It's- it's and, and like you said, like I don't really see either of them saying I quit. So exactly. I don't know how that's gonna go, which is why I really think somebody has to get involved because they're both like you don't look at Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. I mean maybe Ronda will say I quit. Like, you know, I think if, <laughs> if either of them will, I think I think it'll be Ronda that loses. But I god I hope I'm Oh my right. god, wait. I just thought of something. What if they put like a twenty fifteen twenty fifteen Rusev Cena? Rick Flair is gonna come out and say I quit for Charlotte. They did that. Yeah, they, Lana did that for. Oh, Charlotte. okay. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I really feel like that's gonna happen. <laughs> I thought Ric Flair got released. Well, anyway, he's a legend, so he can come he's back. He's Ric Flair. He can come back whenever Yeah, he, he can wants come to. back anytime. <laughs> huh. Like, okay, so with the match itself, it, I don't think it was as bad as people want. Um, as deemed it to be, it just came out a lot of, like, big matches. And, yeah. you know, I think this is the match to really cool down the crowd. No offense. After, like, Because, like, I think directly after this was the whole Stone Cold situation. Yeah, stone so, cold. you know, people had to yeah. rest. So... Yeah, it was a pretty okay. It was a pretty good match. Sometimes it looked really stiff, which I like because I feel like that was the vibe that I feel like yeah, they could intensity. really pull off. That they could really pull off, knowing Charlotte and Yonda. And overall, though, this was a it was, a, it was, it was an okay match. I preferred this than Triple Threat on thirty five. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so Lord. I think this was really this was really great. One of Yonda's better matches, I would say. And you know. Whether I quit match upcoming, it just makes sense. Cause like, I feel like, I feel like that that's gonna be like the book ending sort of thing. But Charlotte winning here, it does make sense. Cause you know she said it in one of the interviews that should have been on a real promo on a SmackDown. Charlotte winning against Ronda means something. Ronda winning winning against Charlotte doesn't really mean anything as much. Yeah. So I'm happy for Charlotte and. You know, for what I'm actually happy that she wanted me. <laughs> I was really happy she. <laughs> but yeah, I love Charles though. I I, I want to see where this is going. Like I'm giving it a chance. Like it's not that bad as I deemed it to be. So, yeah. I have a question for y'all though. Do y'all prefer this over the Charlotte Ronda at Survivor Series? Um, I think that. Charlotte Ronda Survivor Series is always going to be a victim of overshadowing because so many people, you know, like if you if if y'all watch that segment where Becky picked Charlotte, and like obviously, you know, I make everything about Asuka, so, so I'm back <laughs> to her for, for the, the like the crowd popped for her. Like that's who people wanted to see in that spot. So when Charlotte got picked, everyone's like, oh well, it's not only the not Becky, but we didn't get Asuka either. But like it delivered, you know, and in terms of like quality versus quality, I would have to go with this one just because Charlotte finally actually concretely stood tall over her. Like it oh, wasn't, yeah. it, it wasn't like a, an unclear like DQ type thing. So I got to go with this one, but they're both great. Jiggy, what about you? Yeah, I agree. I think this match was better. I think the thing that, the thing that made the Survivor Series match was special was because of what happened after the match, not during the match. You know, Fair. during that whole Charlotte meltdown thing, it was nice. It was giving Kelly Kelly up against Beth Phoenix after Helen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did that. She so, paved the way. She paved the way for sure. So, you know, um, yeah, this was overall just a really better wrestling match. They, I feel like they, they cheated my expectations for sure. So, yeah. True, true. Um, but yeah, that leads us to our final match on WrestleMania. Um, so this match, this next match happened on WrestleMania Night Two, and it was for the Women's Tag Team Champions featuring Live for Brutality. I believe that's her tag team name now. So that's Liv and Rhea taking on Shayna and Natalia, taking on Sasha Banks and Naomi, Team Bad, and the champions Queen Car- Queen Carmella, not this <laughs> Queen Zelina and Carmella. So, hmm. I've seen a lot of takes on this match. So, Sam, you go ahead. What do you think? Um, first, I appreciate everybody looked fantastic. Like, the gears were all 
like for sure everyone looked gorgeous like i think i appreciate the fact that not everybody match match because i don't necessarily think that's like make or break necessary i mean i think it's a nice touch when teams match but i don't think it like it, it's needed um i think everybody looked great the spots really fun um i'm really happy that sasha and naomi won i i do because that's who i was rooting for I do think, though, it's concerning to see that after that match, every other team virtually is either broken up or yeah. like on the way to be broken up. So it's I'm hoping that we get better for the women's tag team division in the future because that match proved that the women's tag team division can be the marquee if you uh-huh. if you let them like because it hasn't it hasn't really felt like that since the Boston Hug and Kabuki Warrior era is over and I think that if any team can bring it back to that it's going to be Sasha and Naomi so I hope that they actually let them have it for a while and call up EO and Kaylee Ray bring up Dakota and put her with Raquel like um maybe even Toxic Attraction versus Team Bad at some point like you know there's a lot of potential there so I, I thought it was great you're true. Jiggy, what about you? Yeah, I honestly, I'm just gonna repeat what I said earlier. I feel like the thing with the tag titles, um, for the longest time, they just didn't care about it at all. And I feel like the reason why the Kabuki Warriors era and like the Boston Hub era, especially the pandemic one, for me that's the best. Yeah, I the heel the one. Pandem- the heel Boston Hub was is the best tag title run up to this day. The main roster one, at least. Um, the reason why it was such a big thing for WWE is because they treated them, they, they treated those people as stars. And like, you know, Zelina and Carmona, they're great and all, but WWE doesn't treat them like that, unfortunately. unfortunately. And Sasha is, you know, she, she has inconsistent booking, but I would say she is treated like a star. Naomi, she's getting there. Like, you know, they know how much people love her, but they just haven't really pulled the trigger yet. Why? I have no idea why. It's kind of stupid if you ask me on why they haven't, but this is their way of doing it, and this is their way of reintroducing the tag division. And like, Live for Brutality seems like to be the first challengers up in there. So like, yeah, they have four sort of four names that actually WWE has been treating like really well. So I'm really excited to see what's to come with that. The rest of the tag, the re- which the rest of the tag division, though, I'm really scared because there's barely any teams, and you know, you just have to give like women something, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know what's next for like a lot of the girls, and it's. I feel like it's come to a point where we're not gonna get any big releases soon, just because I feel like WWE. Oh, fingers crossed, yeah. Fingers WWE crossed. has like cut like so much losses already, and the roster I feel like isn't the size that they have been hoping for, and you know that just goes back to the fur. What will Dana and Tamina do once like the whole twenty four seven fiasco is over? Which, by the way, Tamina should be 24-7 champion just for that beat back, True. team bad photo. I just want True. To I'm, like, waiting for it to happen. <laughs> True. I'm looking for that. And I just want to see where this goes. Like, honestly, Loki, I want Bailey to come back with, like, whoever. <laughs> like, she, they're going to fight Naomi and Sasha for it. Let's see. I want to see. Ba- Give us a heel Bay Mella. I've been waiting for it. Heel Bay Mella. Yeah. Yes, actually. That would be, like, you know, and it's it's sad because you don't see, like, the women's tag titles on Austin Kyrie main evented a pay-per-view in exactly. a couple years ago. Like, they, in a TLC match, like, they, so to go from that to the team breaks up over a dude, 
and the tag team champions break up over a dude and fight over Corey Graves of all people, which, you know, (laughs) it's like Carmella, we know is a star. Zelina has so much potential. Like, so it's, it's disappointing that they did that the way that they did. And I don't know, like Bailey and Carmella, I think would be a very smart um, thing to do. And Bailey does come back because we know that they're good together. We know they're at their real life best friends. Like it would be, and even throw Oscar, or Oscar and Bailey in there, Oscar and Io, or whoever. Like I think if they put the right amount of care into it, it's gonna be a good thing. Agree, agree. And like honestly speaking, they should just like build more women that they haven't built on through a lot. Like I feel like Dana and Tamina haven't really been. They've been building them really well. And I just really hope they build more taggy from the win. They have main event, use main event. They have like main event. To like build some teams up there. Get like, I don't know. Ali and Zayali. <laughs> Anyone at this I point. Know. Where have they gone? Oh my God. I miss them. Okay. But yeah, no, no, that's just my sentiment. Same here. Um. Well, yeah, I'm really happy that, me, that Sasha's main streak is finally over. Mm-hmm. Y'all have no idea. Like as a Sasha stan, every single year I get so disappointed. <laughs> Except last year, like I am, I am okay with Sasha losing last year, obviously. Um, but yeah, I've been so tired. Um, she should have won at thirty-two that very match. Yeah. She should have won that already. Um, but yeah, it's crazy to think like they tr- they look at Sasha as a star and yet they haven't given her a win on like their biggest pay per view. Um, but at least now it's over, so we can all be thankful. And it's like double the specialty because you know Naomi's there with her like a longtime sister of hers and yeah this was also Naomi's moment to like you know the build up that was so long like the Naomi Sonia storyline was dragging on for like months and like the Naomi mob was like so scared like is this gonna lead to something or is she just gonna lose um but yeah it led to a Wrestlemania win um her first title in five years more or less so we are definitely thankful for that um, but yeah, it was definitely the best closure to WrestleMania. Um, but yeah, it was a bit weird because like it was the only women's match on the cards, so it was like the only one I was like primarily excited for. Um, but yeah, super happy and like once again the gears were amazing. The Lamborghini entrance, where she's rich, she's so rich. You know, y'all know she rented that. Um, but yeah, great match. And what do we think about the whole tag team finisher that they got? It was like it was like a glam slam code breaker um, it combo. it was it was honestly like uh, i like the fact that a lot of the teams are getting that like even live and ria have their own like things oh, yeah. they're working on as well and like it, it may it's very promising it looks badass like you know over anything else so it's like it's i i think it's great i think that it's a good indicator for sasha and naomi and for things to come for them the fact that they actually have that and i hope that they get I mean, I, I know the Street Profits are using it now, the new version of it now, but I hope that they get a tag team theme song soon. I agree. I agree. Because, like, so far, the only tag teams that actually had, like, their own theme song for the women is, like, well, besides the Bellas, because, like, they share the same theme the song. The Kabuki Warriors. The Kabuki Warriors. Not, not, the, yeah. not the remix where they combine them. <laughs> no. Not that one. The the deaf rebel one. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, whatever that one. Yeah, that one. That one. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it for that match. Super happy with the outcome. Um, you know, a lot of people were actually really happy with this WrestleMania because people were like, "Oh, I'm scared because like the build up hasn't been like the best." 
besides like Becky and Bianca. So everyone was like really worried, but it ended up being really fun. And even some of the men's matches featuring like the celebrities were also like really fun. So I feel like it was a pretty fun WrestleMania overall. What do you guys think? WrestleMania weekend. I I gotta give it honestly, everything was great. Like seeing Cody Rhodes again for the first time in how many years WWE was great. Um even though Charlotte Charlotte and the women being in the main event would have been really cool too. I think yeah. Stone Cold fought was great. Um Donnie Knoxville versus Sammy was actually one of my favorite things to come out of the weekend. I thought it was a lot of fun. True. Um, and now we're getting the potential tease of Rhea joining Edge's new stable. So, you know, that, I think, I think Liv could fit great into that too. But if it's just Rhea, like, you know, that's cool too. Um, all in all, WrestleMania produced a lot of really cool moments. Like, and it's going to make it even bigger when whoever beats Roman does beat him. So I'm hoping that that's booked right whenever it does happen. Um it was just, it was a great weekend of wrestling. Like, I wasn't really genuinely disappointed with anything, so. Same here. Happy with everything. Jiggy. Mm-hmm. I don't think that people have been giving enough props to WWE for pulling out three straight years of great WrestleManias through an entire pandemic. I'm going to, honestly, like, for me, this, the last few WrestleManias were my, are my three favorite manias, like, well, that I've watched live at the very fair, least. Fair. So, I feel like WWE doesn't get enough credit for that. Like, quite, quite, I know, frankly, that uh, there's a lot more negatives and positives that come out of people's opinions when it comes to WWE in the year. But when it comes to WrestleMania, they always hit the mark. Always they deliver. Always do it. They deliver. They stand and deliver. Stand and, and deliver. <laughs> they deliver. <laughs> and it's really great. It's really nice to see. And I just really hope they keep the ball rolling. Next year is probably their biggest mania yet because it's in Hollywood. <laughs> So I'm expecting a lot of like celebrity guests. Give me, give me New Leaks versus Cameron. I don't know. <laughs> New Leaks oh, versus Cameron. Yes. So yeah, I'm excited to see what's what's happening in next Mania. If this is what they're doing right now, and hopefully, you know, things will just get better. You know. Yeah. Let's let's see what happens after this. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it for WrestleMania week. And um, thank you so much, Sam, for joining us for the review. Thank um, you for having me. What was the podcast experience like? How are you feeling? I, I think it was a lot of fun to get to talk about um, women's wrestling as a whole with other people who love it as much as I do. It was always fun. So I think this was a lot of fun. And it was just, it was, it was a great experience overall. Well, we're we're glad that you enjoyed it, and yeah, hopefully we keep in touch. Um, I know you do a lot of Twitter Spaces from time to time, so I'll be there whenever I'm awake, because <laughs> like you know the time zone difference. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for um accepting the invitation. I know it, you you might have waited for a few months or so, but yeah, we wanted to save it for WrestleMania, of course. Of course. It's been amazing having you, and it's really it's really nice to meet you too. Because like this is the first time we've actually met, so yeah, super super it's nice. nice meeting you guys too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. you. Um, but yeah, if you want to see any other updates on the Pipe Bomb Show podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at Troy PVP, and you can follow me at GPPVP. I plan to actually be more active. I haven't been active lately, so yeah, keep in tune for that. <laughs> yes, and what about you, Sam? Do you have any? What are your Twitter socials? Um, you can find me at Oscar's Mocks. Um, my backup is Oscar section, but I am primarily on Oscar's Mocks. So. 
There you go, guys. Go follow her. She's like the biggest Oscar stan and John Moxley mm-hmm. stan. So exactly, y'all better follow her. But yeah, that was yeah. pretty much it for our mini exactly. review. Thank you for listening, and see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you bye. all so much.